On this episode of Box Office Breakdown, Tom Hanks lands safely atop the box office, and Richie and I do a little movie reporting for you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, oh, look at that. Carrie Lane jamming out to I'm the sweet so box office tune. I'm just so excited to be here. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, really, really. If it's Monday night uh, and the 10 o'clock hour, that can mean only one thing. It is box office breakdown mm-hmm. here on Popcorn Uh-oh. Talk. This is, as always, the show that breaks down the weekend that was at the box office and prognosticates about the box office Gosh, I keep meaning to use that word in a sentence. Come on, Richie Sky. And they'll be like, where did you learn that amazing word? And be like, well, (laughs) I have this awesome co-host. Let me tell you about this show. Shucks, guys, please. (laughs) Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. And my name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And I am DJ Richie Sky. You can find me online at DJ Richie Sky. Now, speaking of online folks, feel free to like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe mm-hmm. to the YouTube channel, hop in the chat. Steve was in the engineering booth. Say hi, Steve. Hey, yo. Hey, there you go. He's pulling up the chat right now. As always, love having you interacting with us during the, the course of the show, mm-hmm. talking about your box office picks, where we uh, did well, where we did poorly, whatever you folks are feeling about the, the movies at the moment. Also, we'll be doing our box office bet at the end of the episode, and just to give you guys a little... Uh, Hint about what to start throwing in on the chat room in terms of voting on what we are going to do our box office bet on. The three movies we're going to have to choose from are Blair Witch, Bridget Jones' Baby, and Snowden. So those are the three movies. One of those will be doing our box office bet at the end of the episode. But we've got some box office box office bet results to break down now. Now, Richie Sky, <laughs> you had to see Hands of Stone. I did. I did. I, you know what's so funny to me? So I I actually didn't mind the movie. Okay. I just didn't want to see it. <laughs> but how do you feel I, I, after you saw it? I though? will say that you know I like to go into a movie and enjoy the ride. But in, there's a part of me that um, kind of wanted it to be more like Creed. Mm. Gotcha. You know, and it, and it kind of wasn't. I felt like um, for the most part it was short, and I felt like they tried to cram a whole bunch of things into like. Mm. A, I feel like that's they they do that with every biopic though. Like every one of them that hmm. I've ever seen, it could have been on Lifetime. I don't know. For How as was Lesher? He was all right. He was cool. Yeah. Nothing I remarkable? Know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, I had to see The Light Between Oceans. Whew. Oh, no. Man. I mean, I'm sure yeah. this is a movie for 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 some people. Uh, it is not a movie for me. It, you didn't like the movie that you had to go see. Oh. No, man. Well, no. Of course. No. I, mm. the, I, I knew ahead of time I was not going to enjoy this movie. Oh, oh already Bridget Jones' baby? Well, did you feel like... Because like, I almost felt like... I didn't want to like the movie because I did not want to go see it. I know that's bad. No, no, yeah. it's it's like when you had to read a book in school, yeah, so you like, automatically like I don't like this book because you had to read it. Yeah, you read it on your own, you'd be like, it was great. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, I mean, is certain, it just what? What's wrong with well, it? Well, I, I mean, for those of you who read the book, you, I'm sure you maybe you've enjoyed it. I, you know, but it's just uh, a light keeper and his wife find an abandoned baby next to a dead body. They have had miscarriages, so they decide they're going to keep that baby. And then find out, oh, wait, some people are looking for that baby, uh, perhaps the mother of that child. Mm. And so the, the husband uh, cannot stand, like, living a lie and tries to reunite, and then things happen, and it's just dull. As the trailer okay, so predicted. Just, at least man. for me, it's just kind of dull. Okay. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Star Trek. You like drama, they though. They overstuffed I, Hands of Stone with his entire life. That's, yeah. that's kind of was... Uh, mm. 
Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. But drama isn't Frank's thing. Back like, to you. No, no. Good drama is <laughs> yeah, Frank's thing. You like drama? Yeah. 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 yeah but okay, drama. Nah, whatever. Oh, slow burn. Okay, fair enough. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Thank well, you. Evelyn. Speaking of movies that have already been out, I finally saw Now You See Me too. Oh, how, how and was that? I liked that? it. It's very fun. If you've seen the first one, it's just like another adventure with the team, and they're just doing more stuff. It is one where it really helps if you've seen the first one because it just is the same character. I love the first and one, and they don't really explain who some people are. So I had a couple moments where I'm like, wait, oh yeah, this person is okay. But if you haven't seen it, you might be like, I don't. You, you're not going to get backstory. Yeah. Do you we know? like that though? Do we like a movie where it's almost like you have to see the first one, or do we like a movie where you could just jump right in if you're a new audience? Both. Mm. I mean, this is one where um, they're continuing with the same character, so it's yeah. like the, it's another thing. There are other sequels where it's almost completely separate. Like mm-hmm. an excellent, where the sequel's better than the first one. I'd say it's like Rescuers Down Under. Mm. You know, you don't need to see the first one. Right, right. And the second one you could say is better than the first one. Interesting. But yeah, yeah. yeah. what do you it think was, was better? Do you think the second one was better? Absolutely. This one? this one. Oh wait, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Rescuers still. Uh, do, do I think it's better? Um, I mean, the first one you get more the. Wow. Uh, the wi- mm. wow factor of the initial like, ooh, yeah. this is cool. Yeah. I think the second one did a good job of cool effects, and your team gets in trouble, and I don't feel there is in much trouble the first one, so it's fun to watch them like, okay, we got to figure out how to get out of this. Right. So, it was fun. I definitely, if you like the first one, definitely go see it, and if you didn't see the first one, do it. It'd be a good double feature, because they go well together. I keep seeing it on iTunes, and I keep hovering over it, and I don't make the, I haven't made the commitment yet, but they have like their little bundle. Where they oh. do like the you know, oh, yeah, one yeah. and two, you can buy the bundle together for for you know really good price. Yeah. You can rent them, right? You could rent them too. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, there you it's go. Like, eh. uh, Some of the chat, good popcorn films. Yeah, exactly. I They're love just fun. A good popcorn. Me flick. too. <laughs> I, know, I saw a Bollywood movie this weekend. I saw a new one of those. I, I saw that uh, you put up a link about a song yes. in there that was uh, that you really enjoyed. Did you watch it? I did not watch it. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carrie. Oh. It was a really cute movie. It's called oh. Bar Bar Deco, and it pretty much means like look again and again, and it's kind of. But not really a It's a Wonderful Life where someone gets to see their um, potential future timeline and Ooh. how you're going to mess up your future so that you could fix the past. Oh, interesting. So that it's sounds... actually really fun. I like, I like. And good good music and good songs, but this is random side note. It's a funny thing with Bollywood movies. You don't necessarily need to know the description when you're going into it because I was with two friends and one friend's like, so what's this movie about? I'm like, I don't know. I just watch the songs and I like the people. And third friend, I'm like... Did you read the description? She's like, no, I just like the people and I like the songs. <laughs> Which right. I don't think you can do that with American movies at all. Well, not really. You can't be like, I like these actors. I'm, but then some people do. They, you know, like, oh, it's a Tom Hanks movie. I'll go see it 100% regardless of what it is. So, Queen of the Segway right here. <laughs> Carrie <laughs> Lane, look at that. As she mentioned Tom Hanks. Good. We will jump well right played, in Carrie. to well the week played. that was here at the box office. Starting off with number one. Tom Hanks' new movie, directed by Clint Eastwood, Sully, came in uh, thirty-five, a little over $35 million. Now, I know we had a discussion last week as I was trying, mm-hmm. that I was trying to talk her off the fence about, like, or talk, talk her down from number one there. <laughs> if there was a demand to see this movie, given you know, the length of time since the original event, the movie Flight, which had kind of a similar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, clearly, people were really interested in seeing this the story. People have spoken. Biopics and Tom Hanks. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 hash it's this out already. right now. Uh, uh, bio, you pronounce it biopics. I always pronounce it like biopics, but oh. I, I think for like biopics seems so sounds so weird to me. Maybe it depends on what kind of a film it is. Because when it's a biopic, maybe it's more epic. 
<laughs> I like. All right. And I a like. biopic is like you're looking at their life and it's more casual, maybe. Yeah, gotcha. All right. Sure. Yeah, now, interesting though, I mean, the reviews have not been that strong. They just said it's kind of a very pedestrian story. Mm. But, you know, uh, it'll be curious to see how well this does at the box office. Mm. Well, so far, really good. Yeah, so far, really good. So far, so good. Uh, coming in at. Uh, oh, <laughs> Ooh, I hate, oh, hey, Richie, so think wildlife is in top five. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so uh, coming in number two, yeah, people want to see movies about heroes. That's true. Barely superhero ones and real life heroes. Yes, I want that's the other thing too. That's a whole other category. Is it's like bio um, biopics, but those could be not necessarily heroes. So this is also the hero aspect too. You saved people. Mm. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, we have when the bow breaks. That uh, came out there from Screen Gems. Uh, a little over $14 million. So, As I suspected. Yeah, I did not think it was going to do that well. <laughs> uh, just because the storyline seemed a little cheesy. But um, I'm not right. terribly I mean, surprised. It was one of those where I'm like, it's either going to do really well or it's not going to be in my... It's like, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, either. I just figured it's an urban movie, so urban audiences are going to go see it. I mean, that's the it's only... thriller. Yeah. And like, it's a thriller. It's close mm-hmm, to Halloween. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's fall. Mm-hmm. Something good. Yeah. I feel like that's a popcorn flick as well. I like that term. Mm. It's a popcorn. Oh, look at uh, Jamie had the same issue that sometimes Richie Sky has. He wanted to see Sully this weekend, but couldn't find the time. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yes, me too. Richie's got that dilemma. Always movies to see and, and not America. enough time. Yes, <laughs> America. Uh, America. Yeah. Number three, we had a little drop here from our number one last week. Don't breathe. Also from Screen Gems, uh, dropped down to $8.25 million, but still doing all right. People should still yeah. be seeing this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And sorry, last week, I know I went off on it a lot, but that doesn't mean I disliked it. It just was like any movie. It, you actually care, so then you're talking about it a lot. If you didn't care about it, you'd be like, I don't care. Yeah, they I can't agree with fix you. It. And, and we had hyped, well, at least I had, I had hyped it up to the point where it was like your expectations were. You it's know what your I mean? fault. <laughs> no, that is a really hard, fine balance of like trying to encourage people to see a movie, mm-hmm. but without building it up. Because yeah. then people get too excited, and then they just get disappointed. No, it's, that's true. When you have those high expectations, and I and I'm guilty of doing that to myself, just build up my own expectations mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. movies that I'm really anticipating, and yeah. then going in and feeling let down. I think the only movie that I was kind of sort of let down by that I had built up my own expectation was Suicide Squad. Mm. I had the opposite of I had no expectations, so I think I really liked it because I was like, uh, I don't care. This is going to be cool. I mean, I, I still loved it, but I was kind of like, uh, really? <laughs> this doomsday machine? Okay. Now, as lovers of movies. It is my fault, Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to just uh, suck in all the information you can about a film as it's coming in, or watching trailers, reading up about it before you see a film? Or do you rather just kind of go in without any external information, just experience the movie for it? I want to know everything. Like, I want to obsess about it because that's the type of person I am. Mm. And do you feel like more often than not, does that uh, enhance or diminish your enjoyment of a film? That enhances it. I mean, it depends. Like, if there's some interesting articles or something they're talking about, some aspect of it, maybe I'll read those. But maybe it depends on the movie. What about you? I don't know. I feel like, for me, spoilers aren't, like, a huge thing for me. So mm. if I'm curious about a film, I'm all up for reading as much mm-hmm. about it as yeah. possible. And although there was, like, I guess, like, when you think about, like, Star Wars The Force Awakens, I was like, all right. I read up a little bit about it, but in terms of wanting to read, like, any in-depth spoiler-filled reviews, so I was like, no, nah, I want to wait till at least I saw it. And, I mean, I saw it pretty much opening day. So then, like, mm-hmm. after the movie came out, then mm-hmm. you do, like, that other deep dive. Yes. There you go. Yeah. It's and all other the people's reactions. After. Yeah. I did that with Walking Dead. This is so random. 
after the first couple of seasons, I had to go and check out the graphic novel just to see what Which like one? happened. Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Oh, they changed stuff a lot. They though. did. No, they but changed I think so that's much. That's what I was loving about it was that I was trying to see what changed, who oh, was going to yes, die, yes, who yes. didn't die. So I love to do stuff like that. Oh, I do that where I do a lot of fiction to film, like mm-hmm. read the book or read the graphic novel, and then go watch the movie. Yeah. So I do that, or vice versa. Like if I didn't have enough time, I'm like I need to go read the book. Now. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like a little bit more open to um, say. Like 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 a self-contained story, like Lord of the Rings. If you're doing a lot of more, uh, taking a lot of liberties with the adaptation, I may get a little more irritated. Uh, but if something like Walking Dead, that's an ongoing series, and you mm-hmm. have to change and adapt things, then I, I don't mind that as much because I feel like it's just two different narratives based mm-hmm. on the same idea, I'm and just, I'm willing to let it go. He, yes, I'm, I'm just disappointed when it's TV and you know they only toned it down because it's on television. Or, but it's just in terms of like maybe some characters die that don't die, vice versa, yeah, things no, like that. That's fine to maybe change up, but when you know it's way more intense mm. in the source material, and they're like, well, we can only do PG 13 version of it on TV, and then you're just bummed because you're like, no, the intensity of what mm. goes down. Yeah. You're like, all right, fine. <laughs> uh, let's see, Star Drew, I can watch a spoilers review and totally forget just to watch a movie. Mm. Okay. I'm the same way. All right. Uh, Ken, as we're talking about a little Suicide Squad right there uh, from uh, there in the chat and Richie Sky uh, came in number four, still holding mm-hmm. on to that top five, man, doing really well. Uh, a little over five point seven million dollars. I'm happy about that. I mean, I hope that bodes well for a sequel or yeah. three, man, I, or spinoff. Oh yes, because there's you know you have an ensemble, you can make spinoffs. I do like I do like that idea. Yeah, we're depends all, on who it is. Yes. yes. We're all waiting for that Captain Boomerang movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Edge of my seat. Uh, and then uh, we've got coming in at number five, uh, underperforming way less than that. I hoped it would have. Oh, no. <laughs> the Wildlife. Uh, made top oh, five. Yeah, made barely. Uh, $3.3 <laughs> million. Dollars. Yeah. Uh, oof. I... I ate a big time on that. I, I shot high, and uh, much like uh, Icarus, I am now falling to earth as my wings melt. What, is, what was your bet from last time? I went, uh, I went 11 million. I went high. 11? I went 11 million. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what I said. Oh, uh, no. Uh, Lower? Yeah, what, what did we say? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. oh, You're yeah. like, I got oh, this. Oh, yeah. oh, I got, I this. got this. Oh, yes. Oh, no, Frank. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for the wildlife, uh, I had 11, Carrie had 10, Richie had 9.5, uh, Alvin, because I was holding Alvin to pass too, where I get the loss, I was going to make Alvin see this too, Alvin is safe oh, no. with 9.8, so <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat it, and that uh, is the result of this week's box office bet, uh, I'll be seeing the wildlife, can't wait. You know, that was, lovely, well, that's lovely, what I actually lovely. wanted to, and I just didn't get to it, because I was oh, watching yeah. TV shows, and then I watched... Um, couple other stuff obviously yep uh well yeah great great i, I wish you would have thrown the bet then Gary. Oh, that's you specifically said september yeah that's yeah i said exactly that every september there's an urban movie that comes out specifically for urban audiences and it tends to do well mm-hmm. i don't know what it is about that time of year fall i feel it's leading into halloween and like spooky time mm-hmm. period and so like it's a thriller or it's not necessarily a horror movie but it's a thriller and I think people really need something to go see right now because, like, we've kind of ended the whole summer blockbuster yes. phase. And it's kind of like a weird little in-between, yeah. like, seasons month. Mm-hmm. September is, I think. Yeah, it, It's yeah. really interesting in terms of uh, studios, how they program certain points of the year. Like, you would mm. think, like, you try to pace it out so you could have great movies 
at least one or two great movies releasing every yeah. single week. But there are dog days of at the beginning of the year. Certainly at this time they're right now, mm-hmm. just like those dog days where there's really nothing coming out. And I always want like why. Why do that? Yeah, why is the trend? I mean, is that is it that move, people aren't going to see movies in September? I feel like September is like January. School, uh, maybe? Going back maybe to school? A, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks, Somebody Al. tell us. <laughs> thanks, Alvin, for the pep talk there. Uh, cool. Uh. Can't wait to Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it does suck to be me. Uh, yeah, that uh, I don't know what it is because you think like much like the TV, uh, like uh, TV, they've kind of tried to program all year around uh, to be able to have oh, yeah. good stuff. You think like studios would do the same thing so there wouldn't be those kind of lulls that we get. Well, then they'd do movie. great because then there'd be a lull and you're the one that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I mean, I think <laughs> if it's a good movie, it's going to be, I think no matter when you release a really good movie, it'll yeah. still do well at the box office. I would think. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know. It's almost kind of like, I feel like if they release it, in, and I know this is kind of backwards, but I feel like if they release it in January or in September, they almost kind of don't expect it to do well. I think that's always a big mm. sign when you hear something's been like, oh, we released, or we pushed the release date back to January. You're it's like, like oh, okay, let okay. me think twice on this. It's probably mm. not going to be good. Yeah, Alvin, that's right. September and January are the toilet bowl months of the year. Yeah, <laughs> apparently so. Yeah. There are a lot of horror movies getting ready to come out in October, though. When I for Don't Breathe, all the trailers were for new horror movies, all getting ready for October. Oh, I'm excited! Yeah. So, because I a love lot a good horror movie these mm-hmm. days. Oh, it's because football season. Someone said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Because uh, almost something like the like uh, Chris Pine when he's rebooting the Tom Clancy uh, franchise. The um, uh, you know from Harrison Ford. Uh, oh, Hunt uh, for Red October. Yeah, from all the, and, like, yes. um Oh, what is the other one? Clear, Clear Person, Danger. Danger and all that. And so I was like, all right, that's cool. I like Chris Pine, who's great as, you yeah. know, so that'd be cool. But then all of a sudden I think, hey, now it's going to be out in January. I'm like, mm, all right, mm, well. And yeah. I never I didn't, I never saw it, so. Mm. Oh, January's well. starting to change. Big movies coming yeah, out. Yeah, Ride okay. Along 2 came out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, all right, so we've talked about the box office mm-hmm. here. Let's move on. We'll talk about the international box office, how everything do around the world. Mm. Uh, Warner Brothers, uh, really crushing it right now. Uh, they had a fantastic weekend both abroad and domestically with Sully opening up to a big $35.5 million stateside and taking in another $9.5 million overseas in its international mm. debut. In addition, the studio Suicide Squad is back on top this weekend, pocketing another $10.1 million. And edging closer to four, edging closer to four hundred million dollars worldwide, mm. and uh, and excuse me, world four hundred million dollars internationally, and then worldwide almost seven hundred million dollars. So, still short of what I think you uh, is like what you want the, the end goal to be like maybe a billion dollars. So still a little short, but I mean it's it's going to be merchandise strong. is where they are making for yeah oh not yeah Suicide Squad is definitely going to be making more of their money on merchandise. Yeah, I mean I guess, but I haven't really and a felt good like DVD. Yeah. And DVD, mm-hmm. yes. Lots of extras. I, li- I like buying action figures, and as I said before, I've only bought the Deadshot one. <laughs> Halloween <laughs> costumes, getting ready. There's going to be way too many Harley Quinns. And- Are you going to dress up as Harley Quinn? No. <laughs> no, but I did think... You guys, no. have you seen the commercial for That's the Harley Strutters? Quinn? I'll be Deadshot. <laughs> the Strutters Shocker. and the construction guys? No. The dance-off thing? Have you guys seen this thing? It's an excellent commercial where, like, there's one series where it's guys strutting in heels, and the other one's like this construction worker pole dancing, and they have a video of them together, and it's like a dance off. Anyways, you guys need to find this. It's like epic savings or something, but I was like, I want to do those characters because it'd be really funny and random. Like, anybody deep know what that is? Cut. Yes. I love it. <laughs> That's the costumes I get. I don't, whenever I've cosplayed, I do not want to do the one that everybody else is going to be doing. Because that's boring. No, that's very true. But then you need to be, like, the best if you do it like that way. Can, it, yeah. Then people are going to be like, well, yours is okay. 
Yeah. Because there'll be so many to compare to. Very true. Uh, speaking of now, uh, a little, a little, a local title has taken Korea by storm. As we're talking about internationally, still, it mm-hmm. just happens to be Warner Brothers' first foray into co-productions in the country. Specifically, it is with the Warner Brothers presentation of Grim Pictures and Warner Brothers Korean production. Uh, Mil Jiang translated to the Age of Shadows. It took in sixteen million dollars on a budget of only eight point five in its first weekend out. So, certainly, uh, it's interesting more. that that's the first foray into co-producing. Hmm. Like that, I feel like that should have been happening. I don't know. I feel like you know, mm-hmm. I, I, the people, studios are realizing just how much money is open on those overseas markets, and I think that yeah, I'm trying to make an to really push into that. I find uh, that fascinating. Now, speaking of international markets, coming off its second weekend out in China, Star Trek Beyond grossed another sixteen point six million this weekend from forty Ooh. markets, which I'm happy to see about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's almost now at one hundred and sixty-one point five million dollars internationally. And lastly, The Secret Life of Pets is having another great weekend, scratching in at about $15.1 million in 56 territories for an international total of $427.2 million. Uh, combined with the U.S., it's now coming on to a worldwide gross of $789 million. Look at that. For a movie that was just not, not that exciting. And oof, I'm not really – it's going to get a sequel, <laughs> and I'm not – you know, whatever. That's <laughs> very unexciting for that. Uh, well, let's see. Uh Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, well, here we go. They agree with it. That's by uh, same care. That's why I enjoy. Uh, it's why I like. Oh, to make people them. make their costumes. Yeah. Yes, I am one hundred percent. Yeah, if you can make it, that is awesome. That's why I also like closet cosplay, where pretty much you can get th- stuff from the thrift store and make it. Because as long as you have the basic color blocking, most people get what it is. <laughs> so you can do a very simple version of something, or I've done it where it's, you know, it's not. It's, it looks like it enough that people get it. And uh, I know you also did that for uh, for Comic Con this year. You just kind of did like a, a, a cosplay on a budget. Yes, exactly. It's closet cosplay. You can do it for mm. under like twenty five bucks. People love it. Look at that. Oh yeah, Media Shock has. They're going to consider doing a quick UK box office. Ooh, I guess we could always throw in some numbers there. Yeah. Why not? Let's let's see. I'll try. I'll throw some in for next week. How about that, there Media Shock? Mm-hmm. Well, please let me remember. Please don't remember. Tweet at him. That's how you're going to get it, guys. Tweet at us because we listen. About that, I was going to say. Ooh, like, Star Drew, I'm getting mine tomorrow. I got mine on iTunes. I've already had it for since September 2nd, but enjoying it. Sorry, guys. You really got to do digital. Come on. Wanna it's s- out already? Yeah, it was out September 2nd if you got it uh, just digitally instead of the hard copy. <gasps> I did not Ooh. know that. I'm going to watch it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, you could have just <laughs> it. gives us all the same extras. It's all good and doesn't take up any space. I'll be watching that tonight. <laughs> it's my favorite movie of the year. Uh, all right, so now, uh, coming up, as we said, our box office bet coming on later in the episode, the three movies that are coming out this week that we're going to put in contention to, to bet on are Blair Witch, Bridget Jones' Baby, and Snowden. And as always, as we do, I like to do like a top five inspired by the movies that are coming out this coming week. And so uh, being a – not having seen Bridget Jones, the film franchise there, but, <laughs> re- but enjoying For the actor shame. Colin Firth. I was like, let's let's give Colin Firth some love and mm-hmm. do Colin, fi- Colin Firth's top five opening week movies. Which one was What a Girl Wants? I know I'm jumping ahead. That was with uh, Amanda Bynes, where she went to the UK or something. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did not see that movie. Yeah, uh, yeah coming in at number five was What a Girl Wants. came out from Warner Brothers back in 03. I think I saw it. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, opened uh, for uh, $11.4 million. The fact that uh, people are having a tough time remembering that. Uh, I mean, yes. I guess it was when Amanda Bynes was like much more. That was way back when. Yeah, yeah. she was. Well, I was going to say, I've seen all of these. This is one of the first times I'm like, oh, I've seen all of them. Apparently, I'm a Colin Firth fan. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was it. That was, that was the link they yes. bound all these together. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number four, we have Nanny McPhee from Universal. Uh, fourteen point five million. Never saw that. I mean, I know what Emma Thompson had. Home, I just remember the, like, the makeup. McPhee. It was. It's really cute. Yeah. Good family. Cute movie. And she has like a giant mole on her nose, right? Well, because the idea yeah. is that she's this like horrible, mean person, but she's actually just having them follow the rules because they're like horribly mean children. And then maybe she doesn't actually look like that. Oh, look at that! Mm-hmm. So then she turns into a beautiful lady at the end. It is a like family fairy tale romance, so you know maybe. Oh. Wait, oh, is it a single father? Yeah, I think oh. he's sing. I think so. Oh no, it's a, he's mar- he's in a marriage. I don't, she breaks no, up no, the no. marriage, <laughs> but I don't remember if like the mom died when they were young or like they don't have something. You know, I can't remember. I, I don't like, know. It's nothing. No, no bad funny. You need to have a nice little romantic comedy weekend with yourself this weekend. Frank. All right, just like, there we go. All the Bridget Jones. And then you can go see this new movie. There you oh, go. Uh, well, that's what, depending on... Well, Triple marathon. Well, <laughs> so far, it seems like Bridget Jones has been getting the most buzz. I got a little name check from Alvin there at uh, uh, Edward Snowden. We got one mention of Blair Witch, so keep chiming in, folks. Let's see mm-hmm. how the trend goes Ooh. here in the chat room about what movie we're going to do the bet on. Uh, coming in at number three was a movie that drove me insane. Uh, and I, I laughed at that movie, not Mama with that movie. Mia. Mamma Mia, back from uh, in 08, 27.7 million. (laughs) That movie was so cheesy. I think that was the point. Oh, but so poorly cheesy. Oh, I thought it was fun. And Pierce Brosnan, I love that act. I love him. I Are love Pierce Brosnan. Are you not into rom-coms? <laughs> he's not. Oh, come on. Yeah, he's not. He's not in, you're, not into, you're not into the romance. I'm, I'm dead inside, guys. Let's just admit that. I am I'm dead inside. I have no feelings. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there was just like, Pierce Brosnan should not sing. Uh, that was a little weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll agree with that. He won't be getting any it was recording funny, contracts cute, here. Oh, there are just some like camera movements in there and some directing choices that I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is crazy. I think it was supposed to be like that, though. I think so, too. I think it was intentional. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, get, I don't know. It's... Oh, there you go. Someone got roped in not noticing music. Oh, there you go. What, have you guys had that happen? <laughs> and I've seen it happen. Have you How ever known you about know? a movie and not know it's a musical? I have not had that problem. I actually went, uh, and this is not a movie, but it is a play. I went to the Nutcracker and uh, in high school and watching it. And about 20 minutes in, leaned over to the person next to me and said, so when do they start talking? And I said, they don't, they don't talk at all. This is a ballet. I'm like, what? No! And hated that whole experience. Oh. So that's my closest I've ever gotten to something like that. Oh, Frank. Okay. <laughs> some movies, I feel, are a little sneaky and they don't put necessarily the songs in the trailer I'm like okay now you're just being stupid because then you're just false advertising because when like Sweeney Todd came out there were people in the theater I was in and they walked out because like as soon as the song musicals happened they were like oh it's a musical <laughs> and I'm like, like you guys didn't know that, that you're gonna out. go see a musical like I don't want to see I don't singing think sh- when I don't expect it yeah that'd be a little don't weird. just break out into song like, don't you I'm, do that in your life? <laughs> no. <Come on. laughs> no, but you no. bring out your turntables. And it used to make me mad when shows mm. did that. Like, you mm. know, you're watching a TV show and all of a sudden they have a musical episode and you're like, what happened here? It's the musical episode. <laughs> Richie Sky, you don't know what. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> I will take these headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, a movie that is not a uh, musical but makes you think it is by its title, uh, A Christmas mm. Carol, back from 2009. I came out there for a little over $30 million its opening weekend. I never saw that. Wait, that was, was that the animated version? No, I think he's... Um, no, because then it would have sent voice. Okay. Mm. I thought that was... Like, was that the... No, they just did another one. 
Did they? God, they? They made so many. Because I, I thought the, there was that Jim Carrey uh, animated one that he did like, with um, Robert Zemeckis where they did like the Christmas Carol, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't he? Yeah, I can't remember. I'll have to look into that. And then lastly, a movie I, a movie I really liked, except for the end. I was like, eh, whatever. Someone uh, liked your singing, by the way. Oh, gosh, thanks, Acti. <laughs> oh, and thanks. I agree with yay for the other people who like musicals out there. I do like musicals. I Star love Drew. musicals. Oh. I'm not saying I don't like musicals. I you just, just want to know. I always want to okay, know. But usually I know when something is a musical because I kind of like studied them when I was younger. But I don't want to like just be surprised by someone breaking out and singing I just started when I don't expect singing. it. Oh, yeah, okay. No, 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 no. I just started Gallivant, and that is 100% a musical, and I love it, and it's so fun. But their lyrics are hilarious, so you're just like, okay, yeah. Like, I think non-musical people could appreciate it because they're just very funny. And Mm. whenever I show my friends Bollywood movies, I prep them ahead of time. (laughs) I'm like, here, just so you know, this movie's going to be crazy, and just go with it. And then they're like, oh, okay. All right, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Give me that heads yeah. up. Oh, you're right. There you go. I was right. There was an animated oh, Christmas okay. Carol. Yeah, but I think that was because I, I, I could swear Colin Firth was like he played uh, his nephew. But then, if it was a voice, it would have said voice. Yeah, because right. that happened with the other That's one. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh well, we'll ne- we'll never know. I if there's only some way I could find out this information, <laughs> how will man, I ever how find- do you look things up now? <laughs> yeah. And as I said, number one, a movie that I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. except for the end, a Kingsman, The Secret oh, Service. I like that movie. I, uh, I like it. It was good. I fell asleep. I cannot <gasps> even lie. I don't know Ooh. why. I don't know what happened. Did you I go back it, and finish? No, I didn't. Uh, it was I, a moment I, in time. No, I liked it all the way up until the point to see what happens with Colin Firth's character, and then after that, my enjoyment diminished. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. Okay. Yeah, because I thought he was so fun and engaging in that film yeah. Yeah. that when he wasn't part of that movie anymore, I was just like, hmm. Yeah. All right. it, it just was like, I, I didn't, uh, Albie, the, 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 the apprentice, I just did not care about his character enough. Uh, just see Repo, Richie. <laughs> well, well, wait. What do you think? What, what, I, I have another interpretation of what that is. So what is that? Uh, I don't know. What do you think it is? But why did you laugh? I did, oh, Richie laughed. Do you I know what it means? No. <laughs> okay. The, uh, because the reason I laugh is there's a musical <laughs> called Repo the Genetic Opera. That's what I oh, Is that the guy from my You know what that is? Yes. <gasps> that's awesome. Okay. I won't say I won't say why I know what all of these musicals are, but but wait, did you like Repo? No. Oh, okay. Now see, this is a musical <laughs> where you can count how many times they talk on two hands in the entire movie. The it's, reason it's ninety percent singing, but it's awesome. You know, it's one of those like it's a rock opera. Okay. So it's essentially Rocky Horror for goth kids. I was about to say. There you go. Oh, what yeah. was the? Uh, oh gosh, darn it! What was the uh, the Tom Cruise? Uh, musical came out just a couple years ago. Uh, Ooh, Tom based, Cruise. Yeah, uh, he played the uh, the rock god. Oh gosh. Oh yeah, um, but I'm. Yeah, I'm blanking on I the name. I have the visual, but, but no. that that movie was ridiculous. I'm well, interested too. in seeing this remake of the Rocky Horror. Yeah, we'll see. What oh happens. yeah, the show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, Kingsman is no cl- is classy, but it's no showboat. Thanks for mm-hmm. being shot. Yeah, that's right. You would see nobody is saying it, you know doing razzle dazzle dancing on the side of a showboat in Kingsman. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> no. Uh, they do fighting. That's what they do. That's right. Yeah. No, that was cool some, fighting. Some cool fighting in there. God, oh my God, they're so Portico awesome. They're so angry. Kingsman was classy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's classy, and then it does go kind of crazy. Oh, Rock of Ages. Thank you, Octavio. Yes. Oh, thank I, you. Yes. Yes. That and that movie was repo. so bonkers. When Tom Cruise sings into a <laughs> the girl's butt. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. It was so silly. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so, uh, before we get into our box office bet, again, the film is in contention. Blair Witch, Bridget Jones' Baby, and Snowden. So, chime in in the mm. chat. Let us know what you think. We're going to do our first, our first we're going to do our box office predictions for the week ahead. What we think will be in the top five. So, as I mentioned, Blair Witch, Bridget Jones' Baby, and Snowden are in contention. And we can put that mm. in the mix along with Sully, When the Bow Breaks, Don't Breathe, Suicide Squad, and The Wildlife in our top five. Richie Sky. How do you see this next weekend breaking down? Okay, so this is my thought. It's going to be... As much as I want to say, I'm thinking Bridget Jones is going to be first, but I'm actually going to say Blair Witch. And then I'm going to say Bridget Jones, baby. You don't think Snowden's going to get up there? I think Snowden's going to be next. So Uh. it's going to be Blair Witch, Bridget Jones, baby, Snowden. Then I'm going to say... Sully, and then I'm going to say when the bow breaks. All right. Now, just I'll just throw out a couple things see if that changes your thought, Richie Sky. So the first two Bridget Jones films, they made 10.7 and 8.6 million dollars respectively in 2001 and 2004. So it's been well, 12 years since we've seen Bridget Jones. Do so okay. you think the demand to see that film? So what I'm going on, I'm going on right now is is advertising. Yeah, I'm also done a lot. going on the amount of theaters that it's being released in. Mm-hmm. So, mm. to me, that adds mm-hmm. to the impact of how many people actually go see the movie. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, that's kind of where I'm basing that on. So, I didn't put it first. I put Blair Witch first because there's already kind of a name. It's getting closer to Halloween. People are into scary movies right now because there seems to be a lot of them coming out. So, I just feel like this is going to fall in line with that. It's it's just interesting to think when you, like, it's 12 years since we've seen the previous one. When films wait that long in between... It but then they're so excited because uh, the Bourne movie, it was a while, and that one did really well, too. Yeah. But I feel like because Blair Witch kind of falls under the whole, like, the the way that the genre is going right now, it's it's cycled right back around, mm. you know, to witches. Witches are the thing right now. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Yep. So I feel like we're back right where we started from. Well, speaking of the original Blair Witch, that uh, certainly, I mean, uh, a phenomenon when it came out. But it's interesting to think that it only made $1.5 million in its opening weekend back in 2000. Certainly I'm pretty much sure they scale. spent, like, nothing when they made it. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, and it went on to, to, to earn much more than that. Yeah. Uh, certainly as word of mouth spread. But interesting to think about something that had, had such an impact in the way that people made films. And, I mean, the, the whole... Mm-hmm. Uh, found mm-hmm. footage became mm-hmm. such a phenomenon and still used to oh, this yeah. day. Yep. Uh, I just opened up with 1.5 million at the time. I did a double feature of uh, Blair Witch Project, the first one, and then um, what's the one where they're videotaping inside their house? Oh, Paranormal Activity. Yes, I did Paranormal Activity. That was with my friend. They're both entertaining. Which I what? feel like they're I think fun. Paranormal Activity. I enjoyed more than Blair Witch. Well, what I will say though is that this Blair Witch need not spend so much time setting up the story. They shouldn't because yeah. we already know the legend. Like, okay, when are we going to get to the good stuff? I mean, it was oh, kind of paranormal. Yeah. Yes, like nothing know, happens till like well, the end. Well, yeah, I mean, even but with the first Blair Witch, I felt like nothing happened until right at the end of the movie. Well, it was it's very, the first one. I know, but I'm saying they don't need to even do that this time. We can go ahead and dive right into the yeah. scares because well, we've we've become acclimated to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've already set it up of like, do exactly. you believe in the legend? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So there's no need to wait. Let the excitement begin. Yeah. <laughs> Soft reboot. Yeah, okay. If they make more. 
I like that I phrase. Like, yeah. Soft reboot. And I like that this one, they did it not necessarily they're remaking Blair Witch. They're just continuing that world where he's like, well, that's my sister. So someone else had already gone. I would rather have and it that's be more that than trying to just start it all over from scratch yes. again. That's yeah. oh, my least favorite yeah. thing. Or remake it. Yeah. I mean, again, that's my biggest thing about uh, Ghostbusters is I'd mm-hmm. rather would have just been much like this, a continuation. You know, we we yeah. revisit those guys 20-some years mm-hmm. later and just see exactly. where we're at now. Uh, let's see. Here we go. It's Star Drew. Mm. We have Blair Witch, Don't Breathe, and When the Bow Breaks, Tall Horror Festival, they might bring it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jamie Hewitt uh, predicting Blair Witch, Sully, Snowden, When the Bow Breaks, and Bridget Jones' Baby coming at number five. Interesting. Mm. All right. Well, all right. So we've got Richie's picks. Uh, so that does not change your opinion. The stats I threw up still starting song with what your original five were? Yeah. I mean, I'm just – let's go for it. All right. I love it. I love let's you. go for there it. There you go. Carrie? How about yourself? So, someone's like, uh, Snowden won't make the top five. Ah, man, that's one of those I feel... I don't know, man. The trailer, like, the trailer looks, looks so good to me. But I feel that's one that like so many people either have absolutely no idea who that is, so they'd have no interest, maybe. Or there's the people who they all know who it is, and then maybe they do or don't care. Right, even if you don't know and you saw the it's trailer, trailer, it's an exciting trailer. Like yeah. To me, I feel like... I don't like. I just want to just. I just want to go see it. Who do you think you know? People know more about Sully or Snowden. Depends how political they're. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're just assuming just the general policy, uh, populace, just if you had to make an assumption, Snowden. But they might not know that name. But when you explain they what it was, the, yeah, they, they know, know the what incident. happened. Yeah. They probably don't know the and name. And even Sully, that name, you'd be like. What? Oh, here's another. Yeah, another I movie where they Sully use the name, and you're like, like, what is another that? Another animated movie. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I mean, certainly mm. the difference is, I mean, Sully is a much more, you know, the hero, the big heroic kind of way yeah. of celebrating a man. Snowden, I mean, you're seeing why, well, I guess you're trying to find, like, you learn a little bit why he made the decisions he made to kind of betrays. But, but it's betrays. exciting. It looks, it looks exciting. Fun. Like yeah. an action. Um, hmm. Let's see. And then you got to tell you know, Jordan, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt or Tom Hanks. Who do you want to see telling somebody else's life story? I mean, he's a he's a pretty decent pull for audiences that people like his movies. So, Tom Hanks, I, uh, Joseph. Oh, um, Charlotte. <laughs> Sully should have been called the Miracle on the Hudson. <laughs> You're right. I could. I would like that better. Because <laughs> I like want to say Snowden for one, but I'm like, but I don't really know. Um. Okay, fine. I'm gonna go with horror. We'll go with Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sully two, Bow Breaks three, four, um, Bridget Jones, and five Snowden. Wow, boy, boy, really playing down Bridget Jones. Interesting. <laughs> Not by much. Not but, by, but it's top five. Yeah. All right, but, four. I mean, yeah, but you're putting it underneath when the brow when the bow breaks. I mean, that I made fourteen million. That's gonna mean. Opening movie? That would be interesting. All right. Uh, for me, uh, me, I, I think I'll go uh, Blair Witch, uh, Bridget Jones. Hey, Sylvia. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I could see. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll go Blair Witch, uh, Blair Witch, Bridget Jones Diary, Snowden Sully, When the Bow Breaks. That almost sounded like too many. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That was close no. to mine. No, Blair you're Witch. good. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! All right. Oh, speaking of that, uh, we got uh, before we head into our box office bet, a uh, quick shout out. Yes? 
Yeah, so guys, tweet at us because we do see those and we like it. So uh, mm-hmm. I want to, if I pronounced your name wrong, I'm sorry. So we got Eamon Mur. <laughs> sorry if I don't know how to say your last name. Hello uh, from the U.S. to Morocco. So yeah, Hello. guys, love tweeting at us. Uh, comments on YouTube, we read those. And uh, let us know your predictions of what you think movies will be top five. Because, I mean, we got the chat going on too, but if you're watching this afterwards... We still want to hear what you say. And we love you guys in the chat, too. We love reading your comments. It's very and fun. And we tweet back. Yes. That's right. Uh, oh, Sylvia, thanks. All right. All she right. agrees with me, so guys. Sylvia, you just got here. How are you going to agree with him? <laughs> hey, Sylvia. So uh, She saw his... She said, heard what he said. She's like, I'm done. She That's came good. in at the right yeah. time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, if we want to find out about when the bow breaks, uh, watch Chris Stuck, Stuckman's review. All right. Thanks, Media Shock. Now oh. we're getting to the point of the box office bet again. Folks, uh, chime in real quick here. The films with the other uh, are in contention. Blair Witch, Bridget Jones' Baby, and Snowden. Oh, no. Please don't say Blair Witch. None <laughs> of us wants to see that movie. All right. So, so far, it seems like Bridget Jones, I saw two for that. I've only seen one for Snowden and one for Blair Witch. So, uh, we'll give it another uh, 15 seconds here to see what chimes in to kind of bake, break. Uh, uh, so, what one. do you guys want us to to bet on of what it will make and then we have to go see it oh, if we man. lose. Again, Bridget Jones' baby. Oh, Bridget Jones' baby. Oh, <laughs> man. They're like, right. I'm not listening to you, Richie. Richie, you jinxed My reverse psychology time. didn't work. No, Richie, nobody. Oh, all right. It's Bridget Jones' baby. Oh, no, no. Not enough people have voted yet. All right. So... Uh, all right, here we go. So the as always, the the way that we do it is that whoever gets closest oh. to the actual box office prediction is safe. The one who gets the furthest away has to go see that movie. The person that's just in the middle just you know just skates by and just gets to enjoy life. So there you go. Uh, so I guess since I lost and I'll be seeing the wildlife, I will go first for Bridget Jones' Diary. I will go. Oh boy, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting number two for that. Right, I, I know. Yeah. You always gotta take that part into account and go. Ooh, wait, yeah. where did I put it? Uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go. I feel comfortable saying a good something around thirty-five. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be conservative. I'm gonna say thirty million dollars for Bridget Jones. <laughs> please, Lord, please let me be all right. I said right. number four. So, uh, oh wait, number five. I said Snowden. So if that's number four, I'm gonna go with. 20. All right. This is going to be a great day for me. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm actually going to go with 25. Like, that was going to be my number okay. anyway. So... So what are you going with? 25. 25. Oh, dear God. I... <laughs> <laughs> I a mistake. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, oh man, uh-huh. I'm in trouble. All right, thanks, Serenity. You're crazy. Wait, Serenity, well, where? Well, you put number two, so. Oh, Alvin. Okay, guys, where were yeah. you? Where were you before? Where were you before this? I had to make this bet, guys. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think it's great, though, when we don't read those projections, though. No, like, you got to no, like, go with your gut. Just go for it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Right. I say all this knowing that I probably won't lose this time. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, you're safe in the middle. <laughs> I'm never safe in the middle, though. Normally, I'm not. Uh, uh. All right. So, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, all right. I guess I'm Ooh, right Media there. Shock 21. Yeah. 21.3. See, people have uh, faith yeah. in Renee dang Zellweger. Dang it, dang it. Come on. All right, yeah. everybody, let's take uh, box office breakdown fans. Just do me a favor. Just go <laughs> go out tell your friends. Go see Bridget Jones out this week. Just come on. Do no, me, see, it's fine if, you know, if you got a pick last week, kind of rotate who gets to be safely Absolutely. in the middle. So, guys, don't worry. But you fine. know what, though? That was really going to be my number, 25. Yeah. 
You were excited. You were so ready. Like, I was like, I knew that's I what it. I was going to guess. Oh, there you go. Someone says, wait for this, Randy. Wait for me. I uh, keep up with the box office and movies. Uh, all right. Okay, make sure you're here next week. Yep. Right at 10. Yeah, no, you're, you're always safe, safe in the middle, unless, like, it's, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Dang it. All right, go with your gut. No, oh, thanks, Octavio. Yes. Yep, mm-hmm. go with like, my gut is going to be and taking yeah, me to the, the movie theater. And yeah, see the movies you enjoy. I agree. <laughs> I agree, Media Shock. Yeah. Thank you. But then that, what's the point of the doing the box office, Brett? We have to sometimes no, go see. No, this is fun. It's like yeah. medicine. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like what? It's like medicine. Sometimes it doesn't it's, taste it's, good, but it's it's good for you in the long run. I don't know. Yep. Was was Life Between the Oceans good for you? <laughs> but it gave, are are but you it, healing now? <laughs> Did you at least see a cheaper show, like a matinee? Of course. Or so? okay. Yes, I'm not paying full freight on that movie. Get out of oh, here. Oh, that's a, we, since we got a couple minutes, a fun one. Um, what is the worst amount, like highest amount, you've paid for a movie? And how much are you willing to pay? Because my friend was talking about, she went to a movie and she, her friend bought the tickets. She's like, you were not allowed to buy tickets anymore. Like the friend bought $15 tickets. Mm. And she's... For the lobster, which she liked it, but she's like, I don't want to pay fifteen dollars for that. So, what's the highest you guys have? Won- about and you 19, guys too. I paid about nineteen. I can't remember which movie it was. Oh. And then I thought about it later, and I was like, <laughs> Alvin knows somebody that's going to go see Bridget Jones' baby. Thanks, Alvin. Yeah, <laughs> he knows somebody. Great. Yes. Get more people. You were saying, Richie. So yeah, what's the worst you paid? 19. You said nineteen. Yeah. 19? And then what's what's the most you would personally? Be willing to what? What is your like optimal? What you want to go for? You know, honestly, it depends on the movie because I know okay. that the movie going experience can be expensive. But I did find a nice little theater um, in North Hollywood that's very, very inexpensive. The Lemley? No, is it the one called. on um, Bur- Bur- Birmingham? It's I, by the one seventy. Yeah, it's a dollar twenty five. No, no, and there was another one. There's oh. a three dollar one I discovered, and then there was oh, one okay. I paid like. Seven fifty, I think, to see. Um, oh, Cinemark! Don't bre- I think that was yes, it. That the was leather it. recliner yes. seats. Yes, I was oh. like, you get all of this for seven dollars. Yes. Like the seats recline. Yes. Ooh, that someone is. in the chat, twenty five. And by the way, guys, we love you too. But we're feeling the love. We feel you too. Wow. What's the worst you've paid? Yeah, um, I, I think the worst I paid is maybe fourteen. I don't. Okay. Yeah. I oh, want to say that's child's oh, play, Frank. That's no, I got stuck play. with almost twenty for an IMAX, and it was my friend's birthday, and I was buying the tickets, and I was just like, Ugh. and then when we got inside. It was one of those like weird rules where the theater's like, well, it's not really an IMAX, but they can charge for an IMAX. Yeah. But, and I got in there, I'm like, this is not an IMAX. I'm pissed. But whatever. I I paid thirty. <gasps> what? I pick. <laughs> what? what was that for? If you go to I pick, like it's it's a lot of money. Oh. Yeah. Was it? Is it in Pasadena? But yeah. it's, what, what Why? Is, do what you do you get? get? Like, I mean, they serve you dinner and drinks and stuff like that. But you're paying extra you're for, paying the food. for the food too. Oh, okay, someone said thirty-five for a Dark Knight marathon, but marathon is a whole different thing. You're getting multiple movies, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you guys go see an epic movie. They're they're gonna charge you a lot because you get blankets Man. and stuff too. I, I do like Jamie there. I paid eleven dollars to see Grown Ups too and hated myself afterwards. I, no matter what you paid to go see that movie, I, you would hate yourself. Yeah, afterwards. IMAX, a lot of money. Yeah, Age of Ultron was actually probably worth all of that seventy dollars. Age seven. Oh man, oh. Uh, my. I, recently, I paid $10, but it's like, if it's an indie movie or I can't find it any other way, I like it's at a Lemley, I'll pay the $10. I'll be like, yeah, that's fine. But normally, I like the Cinemark. Shout out to them. I'm like, I love their theaters of oh leather God. reclining seats. So comfy. So amazing. And it's uh, generally, you can go for like 6 50 or yeah. $7, depending on what time. I or, had no clue. 
Uh, Regal's theaters uh, first show is like six seventy five or maybe seven dollars. Look at that. See, that's Look my that. range. I want to pay six seven dollars. We don't only break down the box office. We tell you Wait, how to pay you? the what's, least amount. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want to pay? Me, uh, I will. I, what's your that, ideal? I, my my dad is matinee price right there. Yeah, I, whatever the matinee yeah. is price, that's my sweet spot. So usually yes. it's around seven fifty to seven ninety nine. Yeah. That's that's there. I'm good in that zone. We're, we're trying to help them out, telling them the cheapest way to see it. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. First show of the day, Cinemark. matinee, matinee, and then uh, Cinemark does have their Twilight Hour, which is essentially matinee, and they're cheaper. Oh, all right. Sort of like seeing like a you know a, a movie later in the day. It's always kind of nice before the before the night comes down. Yeah, because well, it's too crowded as it gets later too. Oh, eighteen dollars in Australia. Ooh, shout out to Australia. Uh, eighteen bucks. Oh, ouch. But great yeah. Twitter handle, Turquoise Rambo. Love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, folks, cool. that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Thank you so much, everybody, mm-hmm. for joining the t- chat. As we say week after week, we love all you folks getting mm-hmm. in there, interacting with us. We do. We you you help make this show what it is, so we appreciate that. Or you could be angry, just like this is what we've done. <laughs> no, no, you guys are great. Uh, but as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Hop on the YouTube channel. Uh, give us a nice big like on that. Hop in the chat next week, folks. We always love to hear your voice there. In the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter even after the show's done at Happy Go Jackie. Carrie, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie D Lane and Facebook at Carrie Lane Actor. And you guys can stalk me. Did you change that? No, well, I have my personal one, but I I added that. I added that. I threw you off there. I noticed things, people. (laughs) Um, You guys can just check me out at DJ Richie Scott on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. All right. Pretty much it. Folks, thanks again so much. Uh, We'll see you next week here for another hot episode of Box Office Breakdown. Mm -hmm. Please go see Bridget Dunn's diary. Please, everybody. (laughs) Night, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.